Tonight on Truth Today, we're going to be talking about God's children are not for sale. The Sound of Freedom movie, phenomenal, must see, and we need to support the movement to end child trafficking. Yet, the Democrats show their true colors that they don't want to end child trafficking because they're for it. Also, we're going to bring a special update on the UN seven-year deal, World War III alert, uh, what's going on with COVID fraud, January 6th. We have a lot to cover tonight, right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us here tonight on Truth Today. Pastor Sharam Hayden with Truth and Love Ministry. So glad you can be with us. Uh, apologize, we're running a few minutes late. Just a couple of technical issues that we had to work out when you're going live. You never know, folks. But thank you for your patience. Uh, again, we're so glad you can be with us. Listen, before we get into the program, as always, I want to encourage you, visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out all of our content and please sign up for our newsletter and then go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. And three things we ask you to do. Number one, please subscribe. Number two, please like. And number three, share those videos if you have those videos that are important. And then also want to encourage you um, to, to go to our, uh, if you want to sign up for our text alerts, there's the image. This is, that does not cost you anything. It just costs our ministry, but it's a way that you can get our exact content of what we're going to be going live on. You see the phone number there. Just type in the word join 689-888-7884 or TT Truth, uh, TT Truth for Truth Today Truth. Um, all right, let's, let's jump in the show. We got a lot to cover. As always, we're going to start in the Word of God. Uh, the Bible is our foundation, right? It, it is the, the solid ground that we stand on. Uh, we must be grounded in the Word of God, especially, especially, folks, as we are entering and in the midst of the last of the last of the last days. Uh, we must stand on the truth of the Word of God. It is absolutely paramount. And uh, tonight's topic, the theme of our show tonight is God's children are not for sale. God's children not for sale. And this is the tagline that was in the movie Sound of Freedom that we just saw, that I just saw on Tuesday night with Jim Caviezel as the main character. Phenomenal. Uh, I'll, I'll be talking about this more after we get into the scriptures tonight. But phenomenal, phenomenal. Must see. Couldn't recommend it enough. Um, and I'll talk about that more. But I want to share with you a, a couple of passages um, that are um, really prevalent to the aspect of uh, our, our, uh, how Jesus viewed children and specifically the importance of not causing uh, and bringing harm to children. You know, a lot of people ask us and ask me, and my affiliation, obviously, with Patriot Church and with, um, you know, why we stand against abortion, why we stand against drag queens, why we stand against the gender pedophilia mafia, why do we stand against the trans spirit that is really an anti-Christ spirit, right? Remember that we've said this before, that uh, the spirit that is causing people to be in this transgender dysphoria, 
is really an antichrist spirit. It's against, the, it's against God's creation. The spirit that is behind it is not of God. It is absolutely dark and uh, causes brokenness. But um, the, the, when people ask us, why is it that you're doing, you know, you're being political, why, you know, why do you stand? And the number one reason is we are called to protect children. And I want to be careful tonight because the, the woke social justice churches um, have for years talked about child trafficking, sex trafficking, and it must be at the forefront of what we're trying to do and stop. Because again, God's children are not for sale and we must protect the most innocent among us. But the disconnect, the disconnect of those that have been in the woke social justice movement churches that are talking about the importance of ending child trafficking, which is right, is that they then cannot and do not care about the other issues where children are being groomed and trafficked and exploited and or in the womb murdered. Like, again, abortion, like drag stories, like gender dysphoria, like um, uh, dealing with um, uh, the, the uh, child mutilation surgeries, right, that we, that we see the, 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 the absolute attack on children and the destruction of the most innocent among us. And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention that as we just came out of quote-unquote Pride Month, we are celebrating July as Liberty Month. And so this is the month where we are proclaiming God's liberty, that Christ has come to set the captives free, that we are proclaiming the liberty of Christ. And so this is something that we must do and that's why we do what we do, because we're going to proclaim liberty to the captives, whether the captives are little children that are in trafficking situations that are being exploited, or whether it's in the womb and they're being murdered in the womb, or whether it's at the libraries and there is um, X-rated uh, pornographic books in the libraries, or the drag queens are showing up or they're marching in downtown New York chanting, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. The enemy is telling us what the agenda is. This is absolutely a war on children. This is absolutely a war on the womb. This is absolutely a war on women. There was a show that I did a while back that was called The War on the Woman and the Womb. Go back and watch that show. It's on our Rumble page. And we talked about how this is part of Satan's agenda. But in, uh, Matt, in the book of Mark, in the book of Mark, uh, chapter 9, Jesus talks about the aspect of coming to him as a child and the, and the idea of innocence. This is in, uh, let's see, Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. Then he had a little child stand among them. Taking the child in his arm, he said to them, whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not only me, but the one who sent me. And we know that, that, that um, the aspect of 
the 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 uh, the the aspect of harming little children, the aspect of coming against little children. This is in the book of Matthew, chapter eighteen. If you have your Bibles again, you can turn as well. Matthew chapter eighteen. And I'm just trying to go to the verse here. Give me one second, folks, because it is um, really, really important. Verse 6. Because in the aspect of the, the, the little child, again, um, actually, I'll go back to verse 2. Then Jesus called the little child to him set him in the midst of them. This is, this is the, kind of a parallel verse. It's a, it's a synoptic in this sense. And said, Surely I say to you, unless you are converted and become a, as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as, a, as, as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. But whoever causes, listen, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses. So, the, so I, I'm not going to give you a spoiler alert because I, I, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't want, I don't want to spoil it. But um, I'll say this. That verse is a major theme of this movie. That woe to those who, who cause harm among the little children. And for us as Christians, my point tonight is while, again, I'll go back to our heading, God's children are not for sale. But that means in every instance. That means that they're not for sale in the womb and we should be against murdering the innocent in the womb and then selling their body parts for profit. That means that they're not for sale to the trans LGBT plus plus mafia. That means that they're not for sale to the hospitals that are making billions of dollars off of now doing uh, gender-affirming surgery. And that means that they're not for sale in sex trafficking and human trafficking. In all aspects, we should come against those who would seek to harm the little children among us. So we have to be consistent as Christians. And while, as I said, the woke social justice churches have been all in to end sex trafficking and bringing highlight to that, and we can say, hey, that's right. Amen to that. But where are you? Why are you silent when it comes to fighting the other areas? Why have you been silent or complicit when it comes to ending abortion? Why have you been complicit when it comes to protecting children from being groomed? Why have you been complicit when the public schools are now grooming centers and causing gender dysphoria and abusing our children? Why have you been complicit when hospitals are mutilating little children? See, you cannot stand morally before a righteous God and say, this is wrong, but I'm not going to stand for this. When it's all evil, it's all wrong, and it's all a sign of the end times. So let's go to uh, 
Sound of Freedom. Uh, bring up the image again one more time before you bring up that, Elias. Uh, again, my son Elias is behind the camera. Jim Caviezel. This is talking about um, uh, the so the the movie is about the backstory of a Department of Homeland Security federal agent that was instrumental in stopping uh, child predators as far as internet. So they were focusing on internet trafficking of images, uh, shutting down those traffickers that are, you know, the actual pedophiles. But they were not engaged in stopping the actual trafficking of the children until the circumstances leads him into a very, very personal situation. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, again, I don't want to spoil it because it is a must-see. And not, by the way, for a, a movie that had a budget of $15 million, just to give you an example, uh, and, and some of you already know the backstory, Disney had owned the rights. They would not make the movie. This was movie, as I said on, on Tuesday, uh, this was five years in the making. They had made the movie uh, and then three years ago, and then distribution, Disney owned the rights, and then they wouldn't um, uh, do anything with it. And so uh, um, Angel Video bought the rights, uh, took it to Netflix. Netflix didn't want to touch it. Uh, Amazon didn't want to touch it. So they just independently did it. And they got it into half of the theaters that uh, Disney's Indiana Jones was playing in. Indiana Jones cost $290 million budget. Sound of Freedom cost $15 million. And I tell you, for $15 million, it was so well done. In fact, I think the acting in this movie from both Jim Caviezel's character and another character in the movie who is a uh, former uh, drug uh, cartel guy that ends up working with him uh, in Colombia, um, they are... Um, to me, this was uh, Academy Award worthy. But you think, you, you think Hollywood's going to touch this? You think of the Academy, again, they won't touch this with a 10-foot pole, with a 1,000-foot pole, with a million-mile pole because of the fact that it's exposing. It is exposing and also is exposing our open borders. It is exposing why we need to shut our borders because we know that the trafficking that happens of children from uh, uh, in this case, South America, Central America, into uh, uh, Mexico, into the United States. One of the things that, 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 that I've seen in interviews with Jim Caviezel and talks about in the movie that grieved my heart, grieved my heart, grieved my heart, was that the United States is, is, is one of the top nations, if not the top nations, for an appetite for sex trafficking. That just grieved my heart. Oh, woe to us. Woe to us as a nation. Woe to us that we are murdering the innocents. We, we have committed the greatest holocaust in human history by, by butchering 66, 67 million children. Thank God for the end of Roe v. Wade. Thank God that there are certain states now that have banned, like Tennessee, completely outlawed abortion. Praise God for that. Uh, but how grieving that states like Minnesota and Washington, Oregon, California, New York, Illinois are, are going full, full tilt into murdering babies till the very, till birth, till after birth in California. They want to do it after. Woe to us, America. Woe to us. And though I believe that God is doing a work 
in the people of this nation. I don't see a path for this nation as a whole to stand. As I mentioned that I believe that the American empire, you know, we did a show uh, two weeks ago on the rise and fall of the American empire. And I don't believe folks that the American empire is going to last. The American empire, which is celebrating 247 years of our, our, you know, our independence day uh, is on its last legs. Uh, and yes, I believe God's doing a work. Yes, I believe God's using movies like Sound of Freedom to wake up the people. Remember our show on Tuesday, was called Truth is Sunlight to Evil. Is that what it was called, Elias? Um, uh, our, yeah, Truth is Sunlight to Evil. Remember this? So please, again, go back and watch. I went through the biblical references of how important it is to speak truth into darkness. We must expose the works of darkness. We must, 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 must. It is our calling, folks. It's the, our calling isn't just to tell people about Jesus. Our calling as believers is to stand for righteousness, stand for his kingdom, stand for truth, and to stand and protect God's children that are not for sale. And so, um, it, incredible. Let's go to the article. Uh, it, uh, uh, it, um, Sound of Freedom now is has hit. Let me go to this article here. Um, sorry, I got to go on the screen. 53, you guys see that there? It is top 50 million, um, making one of the top 25 highest growing domestic films of 2023 so far. Um, theaters are selling out on it, which is incredible. Our theater was sold out. Uh, Sound of Freedom has grossed about 53.4 million as of Wednesday, yesterday, taking second place in that day's box office totals behind, of course, Mission Impossible because Mission Impossible came out yesterday. They expect Mission to do, I don't know, over $90 million in the first five days. They're expecting to break all sorts of box, you know, box office, whatever. But, but Sound of Freedom is unbelievable. Again, just under $15 million, $14.5 million budget. They've already almost quadrupled that in domestic box office sales. And it's playing in less than half of the theaters of these other major movies. So this is telling you something, folks. It's telling you the appetite of the remnant in America, that there is a remnant in America that will boycott Anheuser-Busch, will boycott Target, will stand up against uh, this onslaught of the LGBT pride in our face movement. Remember that pride goes before the fall. And is that what we're witnessing in America? Pride going before the fall of this nation if we don't repent as a people, as a people. So uh, praise God, but go see it. Uh, get others to go see it while it's in the theaters. Uh, I read an article that they're looking at more theaters. But listen, that's not where the real work is. That's part of the work. Part of the, the, the battle is going to be praying for the demonic that is not going to want to allow the exposing of this sex trafficking. Look at this article from Gateway Pundit by Jim Caviezel. Um, let's go to, no, oh, you went to the wrong one. Okay, that's okay. Um, Democrat media access attacks film exposing child trafficking. Uh, so yes, Elias, make sure you wait for me, okay? So go back, come back to me, please. Um, let me go to that article here because you, you, you jumped ahead of me here. Um, 
which article was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, give me one second. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Uh, the one that we just, we just brought up. So uh, the, um, the article is talking about that the left, the de yeah, go ahead and bring it up again. The Democrat media asks, attacks films, uh, a film exposing child trafficking. So the, the, the media is attacking Sound of Freedom. Okay, that should tell you everything, right? Because it's further proof the left supports pedophilia, child sex trafficking, and child slavery, because that's what this is. Um, this is Homeland Security Special Agent Tim Ballard, played by Jim Caviezel again, sets up Operation Underground Railroad, an anti-child -tra trafficking organization. Um, but the media are working hard to discredit this film. Washington Post, Rolling Stone, uh, Guardian, all of these, they're working overtime. Uh, and then on top of that, where, let me get to this other bill. Um, no, okay, let's go to the Jim Caviezel article, Elias, please, from, from Gateway Pundit. Jim Caviezel blasts fake news media of being a tool of Satan, calls out three-letter agencies for being complicit in societal wickedness. In a passionate and fiery speech in Steve Bannon's war room, Jim Caviezel railed against the media, federal agencies, and what he believes to be a corrupt global elite. We know that. Uh, of course, best known for his role as the Passion of the Christ. Okay. You're going to have to, you're, he says, quote, you are going to have something hell to pay for for what you've done, media. I'm not afraid of you at all, you Satan. That's right, Jim, says Caviezel. He then proceeded to call out corrupt intelligence agencies for being complicit in this wickedness. You th he says, you three-letter agencies that have gone along with this wickedness that have torn these children from out of their mother's wombs, these are the wicked here. But there's another group of wicked, those that stand in the middle, that do nothing, that allow this to occur. A beautiful woman told me that you have the good and you have the evil, but in the middle you have the fence, and the devil owns that fence, and you are on top of it. It seems that you don't have a republic anymore, that you don't want life than liberty in the pursuit of happiness, Caviezel added. He made a fervent warning of divine retribution, evoking biblical imagery of fire and brimstone. Now, he's very passionate, obviously, in that sense. I don't want to get into the, um, the, the, the biblical aspect of what he's saying, whether it's biblical or not, whether God will bring fire and brimstone. Because a lot of what we see in the Bible is that when, when a nation is at the level that we are at, folks, it's not fire and brimstone. It's not the sky falling in. It's God turning us over to our sin. It's God turning us over to depravity. It's God turning us over to wickedness. That's a sign of judgment. A sign of God's retribution and judgment is turning over that. Now, if God brings retribution, if there is any justice left in the land, if there is a semblance, it's not going to come from the government. It's not going to come from the FBI. It's not going to come from the Department of Justice. It's not going to come from Homeland Security. It's not going to come from the Biden administration or even Congress. It's going to come from we the people. We, the American people, who are going to demand exposing this wickedness, this absolute wickedness. That and, and I want to tell you this. The movie is absolutely appropriate for teenagers. It is rated PG-13. I would have no qualms taking a 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old to it because even though the topic is difficult and even though 
it gets into the, um, the, you know, the aspect of what happens to these children, that they are sold into sex trafficking, that they are then sexually abused. I want to let you know that they do not show anything graphic. There is a little bit of language, again, in Sound of Freedom, uh, maybe three or four scenes where there was language, but it's minimal. And so I would highly, highly recommend this for, um, uh, for teenagers, uh, uh, but you need to have a discussion with them before and after to make sure that they're ready for the subject matter. It's, it's grieving, it's moving, it's tear jerking, but it should be, right? Because, um, by the way, here's what I posted on Facebook. I, I wanna share with you uh, what I posted on Facebook right after the, I saw the movie, like literally I was in the movie theater and um, let me go to what I wrote. Sorry, give me one second here. Uh, Where's my post? Um, no, that's not it. I will find it. Um, there we go, here we go. So I said, just saw Sound of Freedom. Wow, just wow. Please support this movement. Do not turn a blind eye to the evil. A lot of Christians want to do that, right? We want to do that. We want to turn a blind eye. I don't want to see it. I don't need to know about the bad things. I just want to focus on the good things, right? We hear that all the time. But that's not being a, a Christ follower, folks. We got to be willing to look at good and evil. We got to be willing to expose the works of darkness, as I said on my show on Tuesday and read from the scripture. Light shines into the darkness and the darkness does not comprehend it. John chapter one, verse five. Now we know in context, the light is Jesus Christ and we must shine the light of Christ into these, into all areas of darkness. In Ephesians chapter five, eight and nine, walk as children of light, right? Truth is sunlight to evil. Walk as children of light. God's children are not for sale. That's the way that I ended it. God's children are are not for sale. So that's again why we're doing the show today. And um, so Caviezel is very convinced based on those he's talked to that the three letter agencies, like for example, the CIA, DOJ, FBI, that they know this is happening and they're either, uh, they're either silent about it, turning a blind eye, or they're complicit in supporting the traffickers, because the other thing you see in the movie is that the sex trafficking is connected to drug trafficking and to human tra trafficking. The human trafficking is why we must have secure borders. So they're, they're all interconnected. Um, let me get to uh, another element. What this is really showing is, as I said on Tuesday's show, it will expose the, it will show the true colors. It, it, the, this is bearing the fruit. So this is bearing the fruit of the social justice woke churches. It's showing their true fruit, which is rotten. It is also bearing the fruit of a corrupt media. It is, it, it, is, it, is, it is exposing the fruit of a corrupt government, of a corrupt justice system, of the corrupt Democrat Party, and maybe even the Rhino Republicans. Because the pedo ring, the pedophile ring that was Epstein and Pleasure Island and all those things, the trafficking of children, 
where you can sell drugs only one time, but you can sell children over and over and over again. This is exposing, and it's necessary to expose who's who and where they stand. Let's look at this article from um, Geller Report. Go ahead and bring this up. Pedophile Biden, now that's the article saying it, not me. But Pedo Biden's Department of Justice removes, quote, this is right when, the, keep this up for a second, this is right in the midst of this movie coming out. Look at the timing of it. They removed the international sex trafficking of minors as an area of concern. Really? Really? So right when this movie comes out, the United States government, the Department of Justice comes out and says international sex trafficking of children is no longer an area of concern. It has removed child sex trafficking from a list of crimes it considers to be an area of concern. In late May, DOJ erased content from its website on child sex trafficking. The section had been added by President Donald Trump's administration, highlighted that cracking down on the international sex trafficking of minors was a top priority for the United States government under the Trump administration. You miss him now? However, it has just been revealed that the information was scrubbed and the horrifying crime is no longer listed as a concern for the Biden DOJ. Wow. Wow. Doesn't that tell you everything? Doesn't that tell you everything? And then let's go to this article, Drya. Um, in California, uh, InfoWars. Do you have that InfoWars one right there? Uh, is audio? Doesn't look like it has audio before you bring that up. Yeah, just double check that. Um, there we go. Bring this one up. California lawmakers strike down bill targeting child traffickers. You can't make this stuff up, folks. The timing of this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. California lawmakers in the Assembly Public Safety Committee blocked a measure to classify human trafficking of a minor as a serious felony under state law. So let's go after doctors in California who prescribe ivermectin and, and don't want to... Uh, do jabs. Uh, let's have a bill that says you can murder your children after they're born up to 28 days. And now we're going to stop any measure to classify the human trafficking, a sex trafficking of a minor as a felony. Wow. That's all you can say how evil and then you wonder why we talk about some of these states and the judgment that is on those states. Why I keep saying this is a tale of two nations, three nations, four nations. Why I keep saying that I believe that we are in the midst of a national divorce. There is a godly division happening, folks. God is using all of this exposing to show who's who, all of it. He's using every bit of it to show who's who in the woke churches and in our corrupt government.
This government gets more evil day in and day out. And we are now definitely a tale of at least two nations, if not more. And we are on the verge of a, a, a collapse as, as a society. As I went through again in the rise and fall of the American empire, I told you, I went through all of the aspects of what, uh, what leads to the fall of an empire and moral de decay and injustice and corruption, all of these things. Are, it, it's hard to be positive about America, the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's hard to be positive about where, now I'm not talking about our foundation. I'm not talking about our beautiful declaration. I'm not talking about what got us started as a nation, the most freest, prosperous nation in the history of the world. I'm talking about where we are at today. And, 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 and as I covered when I, when I did the, my, my, my show on, uh, we, had, we had a, remember the show I did and I told you I had a sermon writing on the wall for America. Uh, we had the image there, writing on the wall for America. Can the nation stand? If God was to speak to this nation, what would, he, what would be the writing on the wall? Would it be mene mene tekel ufarsin from Daniel chapter five? You've been, you've been, your days are numbered, your days are numbered, you've been weighed and found lacking and now I'm gonna bring division to you. I believe that's a prophetic word over this nation. And out of the ashes must come something new. A remnant of his people that will stand. Because this is so corrupt. It's hard because, as I said in, in, that, in that sermon, we cannot live in idealism of what America is. We have to live in reality of what America is. I believe the nation is going to be going through a national divorce. I did a show a number of, uh, of, of months, uh, not maybe months, maybe two, three months. We have the image. If you go down a couple more, there lies to the left, um, up one there. Uh, I did a show called, Is, Are We in the Midst of a National Divorce? If you didn't get a chance, go back, watch that one. Um, I shared with you a prophetic word the Lord gave me back in 2020. But the Democrats, the media, the media is attacking the movie. The Democrats uh, now all of a sudden don't want to highlight it. Uh, this is showing you who's behind things. Evil. Uh, speaking of evil, let's, let's, let's shift focus, Elias. Let's go to the White House. And I hated... Um, before you bring this up, I hated covering this story. I, I resisted covering the story about the cocaine that was found in the White House. But I got to quickly cover it. Let's bring up this Gateway Pundit article. Um, go ahead, please, Elias. Not once, not twice, but three times drugs were discovered at Biden's White House since 2020. Congresswoman uh, Boebert reveals after Secret Service briefing. <clears throat> This is um, Representative Lauren Boebert from, from um, the state of Colorado announced that cocaine discovered at the White House on July 2nd was not the first incident. There was two other incidents last year. Um, and yet they said there was no surveillance video footage found that provided investigative leads. And then here is the rest of the story. As predicted, 
Secret Service concludes cocaine investigation. No suspect. No suspect. You know, you had Hunter Biden on July 4th on, uh, outside the uh, Oval, Oval Office. They're sniffing. You know, come back to me for a second. Uh, he was out there. Uh, looked like he had, maybe he had a cold. Uh, uh, you know, maybe he had a cold there. Or maybe he was sorting cocaine. Because the obvious should be the obvious. They've made a mockery of our nation and of the people's house. And the Secret Service, no suspect. Because there was a blind spot for, as if somebody knew where the cameras were. Who would have that knowledge, folks? A White House staffer? Who would have the knowledge of where cameras were or were not, where the blind spots would be other than the president, the, someone in the Secret Service? Could it be a Secret Service agent? Maybe. But it had to be someone high up who would know where there were supposedly, quote unquote, blind spots to shoot up their cocaine. And so, surprise, surprise, not really. No suspect. No fingerprints, DNA samples or leads. Secret Services concluded their investigation and said, we don't know. We don't know. But I'm sure it couldn't be Hunter Biden. Uh, shameful. Absolutely shameful. Um, so that's that. Let's go to uh, a breaking story out of World War III. I want to bring up Leo's article. Uh, this is Bible prophecy. Before you bring this up, folks, again, we're talking about, don't bring this up yet. Uh, we're talking about Bible prophecy because, again, it's so important to understand that we are in the last days. And so these next few articles, it's really in the context of prophecy. You know that as a show, we are committed to making sure that we, we are teaching and talking about Bible prophecy because a third of the Bible is prophecy. Uh, so let's bring up this article from Leo, Breaking News. Uh, this is from a couple days ago. NATO summit produces plan to fast track Ukrainian membership into the military alliance, practically guaranteeing onset of World War III. Now, here's what the article says at the beginning. Keep it up just for a second. It should be troubling to everyone living in the U.S., Canada, and Europe that two days after Joe Biden announced to the world that the United States of America, the, the most supposedly the most powerful army in the world, is running low on ammunition... He and his NATO par partners announced they are doubling down on their support for Ukrainians' inclusion, Ukraine's inclusion into the NATO alliance after Sweden was allowed in. So they've allowed Finland, now Sweden, and now they wanted the Ukraine. This was the whole reason Russia went to war against Ukraine, was they did not want Ukraine into NATO. They did not want NATO and, their, the, and, and the, um, uh, let me go to the, I believe it's 31 nations, um, NATO is a large and growing military alliance of 31 countries that has more than doubled in size since its founding in 1949. Um, and it has added former Eastern Bloc nations on Russia's border in direct violation of verbal assurances made to Russia by then Secretary of State James Baker III upon the breakup of the Soviet Union in 1990 after, of course, the Reagan years. If one country gets attacked by a non-NATO country, all of NATO is pledged to respond in what they call Article 5. And so NATO uh, General Secretary Jens, what's his name again? 
Uh, let me get to this here. Come on. Um, it doesn't really matter what the guy's name is. Oh, here we go. Jan Stoltenberg, NATO Secretary General, uh, on July 11th said to, that, that we are all in for NATO, for Ukraine. So uh, this is, again, every time that you think maybe we can de-escalate this thing, um, it ends up that they just want to um, continue to goad it, poke it. Then on top of that, of course, if you remember, the Biden administration had sent the child-killing cluster bombs that uh, previously had been um, classified and condemned um, as, if you use cluster bombs, it was a war crime. Uh, even the White House in 2022, Jen Psaki had condemned the use of cluster bombs as war crimes in 2022. And now we're sending cluster bombs to Ukraine because, you know, if we do it, then it's okay. If, it, if Ukraine does it, then it's okay. But if another nation does it, it's war crimes. See the hypocrisy? So um, that's something that we're going to keep an eye on uh, because I think that um, they, are, they are doing everything they can. They need this to break out into World War III. But we got to pray. Remember Matthew 24. Do not be troubled by... by wars and rumors of wars. We got to pray. We got to pray. We got to pray that all of these things would happen in God's timing. And speaking of God's timing, we know if you watch my show last week on the United Nations seven-year plan, please go back and watch. UN proposes seven-year plan. Could this be the tribulation? You know that uh, Daniel chapter 9, verse 20 to 27 is very clear on the 70th week of Daniel 9, the 70th week is the final seven-year period that is yet to be fulfilled. This is what the Bible refers to and Jesus referred to as the tribulation and the great tribulation. Um, and what's breaking about this is that um, they, are, they are ramping up their efforts in September of this coming year. Now, there's a little bit of backstory here because the timing of... I, look, I've always believed if you know about the Feast of the Lord, the seven Feasts of the Lord in the Bible, those are what the Bible calls in the Old Testament Moen or Moed, meaning that they're divine appointments of God. So I don't believe that these are only Old Testament. That Now, hear me. I'm not talking about strict observers of the Feast. That was for under Old Testament law. I'm talking about understanding the feast as God's timing. For example, we know that of the seven feasts, the first three are in the spring. And it's the feast of what? The feast of Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, and the feast of first fruits. These three feasts were fulfilled in the birth, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Passover lamb came, the Passover lamb was crucified, the Passover lamb was buried, the Passover lamb was raised as the first fruits. So the very first three feasts were fulfilled. The fourth feast, which is the feast of Shavuot, the outpouring of the Spirit, the counting of the Omer, which happened 50 days after Passover, was then exactly fulfilled at Pentecost at the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the church and the birth of the church. So the first four feasts have already been fulfilled. 
And the last three of the seven feasts that are, again, Moed or Moen, God's divine timing, are in the fall. The Feast of Trumpets, the Feast of Atonement, and the Feast of Gathering, the ingathering, the harvest. Sukkot, right? And this coincides with the Jewish calendar, the month, the, the, the month of Elul, the, 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 uh, the, the, the month where you um, uh, blow the shofar and you repent for your sins and then, and then you lead up to the moment, the day of the atonement. And, the, and then the feast of harvest is the first of the year. It's a brand new year. So you have a new harvest coming in. This all happens in the fall. Well, this year, 2023, the timing of that coincides, listen, coincides with the UN meeting. As I said, the UN General Assembly is in September in, the, in New York. But this year, they're calling for the special session. It was by King Charles that they're going to accelerate United Nations Agenda 2030 that was initially proposed in 2015, and then they doubled it to 2030 to give them double the time. Uh, it's actually from Agenda 2021, which was written in 1991. In 2015, they re-upped it, they re, re, uh, reorganized it, they, 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 they modified it, and then they gave themselves 15 years to, to implement in 2030. Here we are in 2023, they're saying we need to accelerate the SDG Sustainable Development Goals, and we need to do it quickly. And they said this is a seven-year plan. That's their words. And could this be, this UN proposal, could it be the tribulation? Could it be the seven-year plan? And so what's interesting is that in the uh, New Testament, we are told, actually in, in the book of Genesis, we are told that God gave Noah a seven-day warning before the floods came. And could God give a seven-day warning before the taking up of the church? If that happens before, if there's a, if, you know, the, those of us who believe that it's very likely there's going to be a pre-tribulation rapture. Um, but bottom line, the timing of this falls around the same. Now, I'm not sitting here predicting anything. I'm not saying there's going to be a rapture this fall or the date of the rapture, any of that. I'm saying that we got to look at their words, and I believe that this is very likely, very likely, probability of more than 50%, that this is going to be either in September, the launch of the tribulation, or that they're going to then put the framework for that seven-year plan. So if it's not ready to go by September, they'll announce it in September and say, you know, beginning of January 2024, middle of January, you know, middle of 2024, whatever, we're going we're gonna to launch this. And I think once they launch this, I do believe that the covenant, the bereath that is in Daniel 9, that it says they will affirm the covenant, he will affirm a covenant, he being the Antichrist will affirm a covenant. That covenant is one that is a, it's a strong, mighty, or great covenant. And so um, Agenda 20. 30, which was written in 2015 from the Paris meetings, um, is a part of that. But that, listen, but what is that ultimately? What, what are they saying this is? Remember, they're not using the terminology in 2030 specifically. They're using sustainable development goals. What's the terminology that they're using? The Great Reset. 
The terminology that they're using is the Great Reset. And so again, I'm making the assertion that I think it's very possible that the affirmation that the Antichrist will commit to and get the world committed to, it's what the World Economic Forum is saying, what the UN, United Nations is saying, it's what the World Health Organization is saying, it's what the Trilateral Commission is saying. They're all saying the same thing. We must implement the Great Reset. So time will tell, but be on alert this fall. Be on alert. Very, very interesting these days we are in. Uh, let's quickly go to COVID fraud. We got a couple, uh, cover one thing on COVID fraud, uh, Elias. And um, actually two articles that I want to bring up. Uh, we, I brought you a doozy on Tuesday about... Truth, right? Truth being a disinfectant for evil and lies. Um, it's okay. It's all right. Don't go to that. Just let's go to the article. Um, and there was, there was a massive article that I brought you that showed that they had unleashed COVID intentionally as a bioweapon, not in December of 2019, but in October of 2019 at the World Military Games in all places, Wuhan, China. Now look at this. Look at this article from um, Geller Report, New York Health Commissioner says she blew hospitalization way out of proportion on purpose to mandate COVID shots for children. FDA admits that, um, that um, uh, hearts are being damaged. One in every 500 small children who get vaccine are hospitalized. Despite all of these, uh, Europe suffers 700% to 1,600% increase in excess deaths among children since COVID vaccine for kids. Death among female children increases by 57% immediately after taking COVID-19 vaccines. Denmark then bans COVID vaccines for children. Um, FDA approves COVID vaccine for six-month-old babies despite data proving vaccinated children are 30,000% more likely to die than un unvaccinated children, on and on and on. Despite all of that, this wicked New York health commissioner says she intentionally blew up, meaning she what? She inflated the numbers for hospitalization. Why? Not only to drive vaccines, but to specifically drive vaccines for children. There's another aspect of God's children are not for sale, folks. Because if we're going to protect children, we should protect children across the board. You can't be inconsistent. So I want to protect children from getting a death shot. I want to protect children in the womb. I want to protect children from being mutilated by some surgery. I want to protect children from being groomed and by, by pedophiles and trans sickos, perverts. And I want to protect children from being trafficked and used as sex slaves because it is all evil. And then here's uh, the other article. Dr. McCullough uncovers smoking gun. Autopsies, autopsies found 74% of deaths related are related to mRNA vaccination. I've said it a hundred times. If you've gotten the shots, any shots, you can pray for healing. You can pray for restoration. You can detox. There's a lot of options out there for detoxing, but please, please don't get any more. I beg with you, 
Don't get it's we're and we're seeing evidence come out that it's the boosters that are deadly. The boosters are the ones that are really, really destroying people physically or killing them. So we, we're going to continue to expose, folks. We're going to continue to be truth tellers. We're going to continue to expose. And the, and, 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 the, and the reality is that a systematic review of autopsy findings and deaths after COVID-19 vaccination exposed direct statistical evidence of our greatest fear. The COVID-19 vaccines are a direct cause of death, driving the excess mortality that we witnessed after the government pushed vaccination campaign. For McCullough's study, uh, 325 autopsies, a total of 270 deaths, or 73.9%, were independently adjudicated as directly due to or significantly contributed to by COVID-19 vaccination. Period. There you go. All right. Uh, one final article I want to bring up, Elias. We had that Infowars about, um, yeah. And what's interesting is, did you see this? Uh, Ray Epps, we've been warning you about this Fed. Ray Epps, go ahead and bring this up, please, if you have the audio for it. Um, Ray Epps had, had been getting scot-free. We believe he was a Fed agitator in the midst of January 6th. Now, as the DOJ, after all of the pressure and Tucker outing this guy, moves to criminally charge suspected federal pr provocateur Ray Epps for his role in the January 6th events. Now, all of a sudden, the media is not using the term insurrection. Oh, how convenient. Go ahead and come back to me, please. They're referring to January 6th, oh, as a rally, as a demonstration, as a protest ahead of DOJ charging Ray Epps. How convenient. Three years later, Two years, two and a half years later, how convenient. After patriots are political prisoners in American jails with no due process, worse than third world nations. How convenient, folks. But you know what? What's happening? God's, out, God's on the move. God's on the move because the truth is setting people free. And we got to keep praying, as I said on Tuesday, that we will see the exposing of these things. The question is, is there justice? Oh, Lord, let there be justice in our land. Let there be justice in our land. Let there be a, 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 uh, a righteous election in 2024. Let there be a righteous government once again. I pray, it's po I pray if it's possible. I just don't see that as... as, as, as uh, what can happen uh, federally. I think that that's going to happen maybe at the state level, local level in some states. But look at some of these states like California, like I just said. Wicked, evil. And it's going to require us as Christians to stand our ground. Bottom line, tonight's show, bottom line, God's children, not for sale. Not for sale. Please go see the movie one more time, Sound of Freedom. Phenomenal. Can't recommend it enough. You join us late. Absolutely should, should. It should win an Oscar. Not that I care about the Oscars. It's, a, it's garbage. Hollywood is garbage. But um, phenomenal acting. The, the, the kids in the movie were phenomenal. Their acting in the movie was phenomenal. 
Um, all around, just an unbelievable movie. One that I recommend again instead for teenagers. All right, folks, we've got to go. Uh, please, uh, um, would you prayerfully consider um, a, a one-time donation? Please help us stay on the air. Please help us to get the messages out. Please support us. Tillministry.com slash donate. Tillministry.com slash donate. That's a secure donation. We are a nonprofit 508 free church ministry. If you want to mail in a check, you just go to our P.O. Box, uh, which is P.O. Box 4523. Uh, P.O. Box 45, right on the right there, please. Uh, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Uh, make the checks out to Truth and Love Ministry. P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. And if you want to join us from more than eight, one time, we are prayerfully asking the Lord for the 300 Gideons. Gideon army of 300, folks. And if you're not a part of our Gideon, if you would pray about that uh, to join us on a monthly basis, we'd be grateful. But if you are one of our Gideons, God bless you. Thank you so much. Lord bless you for uh, supporting this ministry, supporting this work. We cannot do it without you. Every dollar that comes in um, keeps us going, keeps the show going, keeps our content, our live streaming, our text alerts, um, staffing, we're a small ministry, travel, and of course, supporting our family. So um, we need your support. So please prayerfully consider that. I want to encourage you, when you go to our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com, would you check out our events calendar? We are working and finalizing our, our event in August. We'll be in Wisconsin and in Minnesota again. Uh, I just got back from there in May, but we're going to be back there again. So uh, we're going to be in Milwaukee area, August 12th and 13th. And then we'll be in Western Wisconsin, Monday the 13th. And Minnesota, the 14th, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Monday the 14th, we'll be in Western Wisconsin. And Minnesota, Tuesday the 15th and Wednesday the 16th. We'll have that information up on our website next week. So check out our events calendar. Get the word out. We'll be coming back. And if you want us to come to your area, if you know of a church, if you know of a ministry, if you know of a group, that uh, can host us, please get with them. Please let us know. We need to fill up our calendar while we can travel, and um, we need open doors that the Lord would open. Listen, the Lord can open uh, doors that no man can shut, and the Lord will shut doors no man can open. And so we trust the Lord in that, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, please get our uh, new DVD, Your Great Pushback, countering this whole new world order. Uh, it is now um, available, tillministry.com slash pushback. And remember... Uh, our brand new DVD, One World Religion Rising, is coming up at the end of this month. It's going to be shipped to us by the end of this month, and we'll immediately turn around and start shipping them. So we need to know how many to order, the pre-order. So please go to our website under the Order tab and order your pre-copy. Pre uh, one, two, whatever copies you want to get, get extra copies, share it with someone so that we can expose this one world religion, one world government, one world economy, those two DVDs. If you get those two DVDs, you will understand one world government, one world economy, one world religion, and how we need to push back and contend for Christ in these last days. But please get your pre-order so we can know how many to order for our first batch. All right, folks, thank you for being with us tonight. We've got a lot to cover. God's children are not for sale again. Remember, they're not for sale. Uh, Lord bless you, protect the children, Protect the littlest ones. Woe to those who harm the children. In this ministry, we're going to stand. 
We're not going to be ashamed. We're not going to be afraid of being labeled political or anything else. We're going to stand, but we're going to be consistent in defending the children and protecting the most innocent among us. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian. Um, I will be pre-recording next week because I'm, I'm going to be traveling next week. Uh, my son, my oldest son is down in Florida for a discipleship camp. I'm going to be going to visit him down there. Uh, so we'll be pre-recording, but we will still be putting those show up live. Tuesday will be a live show. Thursday will be a live show. It's just they'll be pre-recorded beforehand. So we'll have those two brand new shows for you next Tuesday, next Thursday. You don't want to miss them and get our text alerts so that you know what the content will be. Pastor Sharamanian, have a blessed weekend. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate your freedom. Stand for righteousness. Resist the devil. We'll see you next week. God bless you.